In this episode of the Advanced Selling Podcast, we have a brief celebration for our 400th episode, which lasts about 10 seconds. And we continue our two-part mini-series on millennials. This topic today deals with sales managers and directors and how you can inspire the millennial generation. Welcome back to the Advanced Selling Podcast, the longest running sales training podcast. And we have a, this is a big day for us. This is. You know why? I do know why. This is episode number 400. Parentheses that we know of. That we know of. (laughs) (laughs) Since we started counting, right? Yeah. Which was probably 100 in. Exactly. Well, we've only been doing the podcast for six years, right? (laughs) That's a callback. Bill always says we've been doing the podcast for six years, even though it is our 10th anniversary. 400th episode. 400th episode. Here's an interesting thing. Uh, How come? Keep reading this. Oh, go ahead. ahead, Okay. Go ahead. Yeah. So we, I I, I created exclusively for sales professionals (laughs) to help you create your own sales success. I'm Bill Kasky. Okay, now. I'm Brian Neal. Thank you for the cue. And we'll be your host for today's episode. What were you going to say? I was going to say I think it's interesting that we celebrate fives and tens. Never or things like that. Why don't we celebrate? You know what this is, don't you, Bill? This is our 363rd <laughs> episode. Woo! 363. We made it to 363. I wonder what the next 363 episodes are going to be like. <laughs> That's right. We don't do that. What is it? Why is it? Why? Because yeah. and numbers are just numbers. They're all the same. Yeah. They're but, equal. You're right. But I think a century mark, 400, I think why? that's a because it's a century. It's well, a 100. It's, it's four a, centuries. It's one number and two zeros. It's I mean, come t- on. 20 score. Jimmy Fallon does every <laughs> single episode. If you watch Questlove, the drummer, he does? at the at the end of the, his intro, Questlove always shouts out the episode number that they're I on. I didn't know that. Oh, I didn't know that So either. millennial to celebrate every day. Good segue. <laughs> Good segue, yeah. You probably <laughs> wondered who that was. <laughs> I guess. If you listen to the last uh, episode, you know exactly who it is. You go ahead. So, uh, yeah, Lindsay Picardo. She's a uh, millennial expert and a millennial herself. And we did an episode last time about millennial salespeople. Today, we're going to speak to the sales managers and VPs of sales who manage millennials, uh, which I think is also a fascinating topic. Mm -hmm. So if you are a millennial, this is a great one to forward to your boss or your manager who's a Generation X or baby boomer who doesn't get you. And uh, Send a wink face. Send a wink wink with it. Soften everything. And then um, also for the managers that we uh, have listened to our show, this is a great one to kind of grow some self-awareness to get some ideas on that. So, Can you be an expert on millennial behaviors if you're not one? Lindsay? I think that would be hard to do. You know, probably. I mean, people are experts about like animals, right? And they're not Jane Goodall one. loves it's monkeys. True. She does. Yeah, she's not. Is one. She still she's still alive. Not one. She's still rocking. I, yeah. She's still alive. Yeah, she's out there. She she would be a good dead or alive uh, question for me. Like, is she uh, dead? She's alive. Yeah, she's Jane alive. Goodall. She's in the woods somewhere. So she's... you, uh, but I think it adds a lot more credibility when you are one. Absolutely. And you've thought through it. Yes. And you, you've actually, you know, your story starts with trying to work with millennials and realizing that. They were different. Yeah. And so in coaching yep. them and helping in the in the music space, you found that this is something that was really needed, this yes. coaching and training. So exactly. why don't you give us a, maybe a 30-second recap for those who didn't hear the last episode? Yeah. So we millennials, we grew up in a time where we were told if we just go to college and play by the rules, we're going to get a bachelor's degree, we'll make $50,000 a year, we'll be safe, we'll have our health insurance, everything will work out great. And it didn't happen that way. Mm-hmm. The crash 2008, 2009, it really changed the game for us. And mm-hmm. so I find I run across millennials all the time who are high potential on the honor, you know, honor roll. They're really good at school and working hard. And now they feel totally directionless because yeah. when they graduated, the opportunities that they said were going to be available to them aren't there. Yeah. And so in that valley of disappointment, I step in and help them remember who they are and how they can actually grow as leaders and excel in their company. And that's I love to see that. That's what, what I do every day with my clients. What a it's great really, service. really great. Yeah. It really is. Really, really is. So I bet you love what you do. Oh, my gosh. 
great thing. Yes, yeah. every and day. And you know what? I bet your clients love what you do. Too. Oh yeah, that would be my guess. We I, we, have I an work amazing with, time together. We, I yeah. work with so many managers, and that's what today's topic is. That really, I, I just watch them, and they don't even know they're struggling with it because mm-hmm. I coach the salespeople and the sales manager both, and I'm watching this go on, and I don't have the skill like you do, Lindsay, to know what to it is at it a deep yeah. Yeah. yeah, and that's what it is. It's the fact yeah. that the Generation X and baby boomer managers don't understand the mentality and the traits of what goes along with the millennials. So this should be a you really, really good yeah. episode here. That's yeah. it. Um, so let's talk about that first. Let's talk about the misunderstanding. Okay. Let's first talk about what do leaders misunderstand about millennials. So if I'm a Gen X or a baby boomer leader, what do I not understand? Okay, there's a lot of things. The way yeah. that we relate to each other, the way top we communicate, the way we work. Yeah, how much time do we have? The way we communicate is a big one. The way that we want to work, the way that we see mm. progress and growth. Our values are different. Let me back up just a minute yeah. and be a sociologist for a Please. moment, a psychologist. Yes. Baby boomers grew up in a time, industrial revolution's happening. We actually named, you think about all the military stuff that was going on when they were growing up. We named companies. Company is a militaristic term. It's a term from the military. Mm -hmm. So there's this mentality with baby boomers and then Gen Xers picked it up from them that there's a strong hierarchy. You do what you're told. You don't ask questions, right? If If I tell you to take all the trash, you don't ask why, you just do it. Yep. So then millennials grew up in a time where they co-created their life with their family. They made decisions together. Hey, kids, where do you want to go on vacation? Not get in the car. We're going to California. Mm-hmm. Yeah, right. So we co-created our, our relationships and what we did for, you know, to spend our time as kids. And then we come into the, the real world, into the job world. And all these Gen X and baby boomers just say, do what I say because I said to do it. There's not, why are we talking about this? And millennials, the core of this is millennials want to know the purpose, the why, yeah, the do. values behind it. And so they'll ask <laughs> why and baby boomers are frustrated and puzzled and they feel disrespected by that mm-hmm. question. Can I just say, even you talking about that gave me a little rise because you're I like see this getting in my fidgety clients, in your seat. Like, yeah. And I'm sitting here going, yeah, wh- why just do, yeah, just go true. do it. Why do yeah. you have to know all the backstory? So I, I see yes. this reaction in myself yep. uh, already. So you started talking about values and co-creation, mm-hmm. and uh, what else do what else do managers miss that you see? Because I assume you also work with the managers of yes. some of the people, right? Uh, what else are just blatant things that if I'm a 50 year old manager, I may just not be aware of that I that I do that create the opposite result from what I oh want? Oh my gosh! Okay, there's so many. A couple things, real quick. One is they don't realize that millennials really want to feel known and cared for. Mm. And when you tell them that, they almost bristle. Like, this is an office. Why would I care about what you did this weekend? You know? <laughs> yeah. Uh, that's my impression of a 50-year-old man, by the that's way. Good. Was that's that good. Was that good? Okay. Really, really I like good. The voice. I so, thought yeah. for a second. I'm like, is there a 50-year-old man in here? I know. I, I tricked over you. And it's you. I'm a chameleon. <laughs> right? Yeah. And so that's one one thing right there is just that mentality of, oh, my gosh, they really want to be cared for and known and understood. It doesn't mean that I have to hold their hand all day, but it means asking how their weekend yeah. was and actually caring makes yes. a difference. Yes. Another one, one of the biggest ones when I do seminars that people give me feedback on is that feedback. How often mm. you give a millennial feedback dictates whether or not they're going to stay and grow. So millennials, the research a year ago said millennials want feedback at least once a month. Now it's gone down to Dude. touch points once a week. Wow. So you, wow. you take that and you put that against the traditional yeah. annual review I have had clients who got raises and promotions, and then they didn't hear a thing from their boss for six weeks, and they almost quit because they thought, certainly my boss hates me now. Wow. So this mentality of, in the in the Gen X and baby boomer mentality is, no news is good news. Millennials, no news means I'm about to get fired. Yeah. yeah. That, 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 is so, that right there is worth listening to on a loop, because yep. we, we do that. Um, one a, a guy that we all know really well, uh, that I used to work with and for, and... Um, 
he, he used to say that uh, in the sales world, you get a uh, job review every two weeks. It's called your paycheck. So, you know, and, and that's yeah. not, that's, that's, that's the not attitude fly. though. That's, it yeah, is. That's a flawed attitude. It is. Yeah. yeah. And I, and I understand where it came from and everything. Cause mm-hmm. that was kind of it. Like you're a commission based salesperson. Look at your paycheck. If you don't like what's going on, then, you know, yeah. Yeah. that's your feedback that right work. there. Yeah. Yeah. yeah I think also for managers, I've noticed that, um, they're very coachable, I find, and they're starved for it. Yes. And the manager has to understand that, that you, it, it, it's not long, drawn-out, three-hour coaching sessions. It's, hey, I heard you on the phone. Can I make a suggestion on how it. you can do it better? Yeah, sure, whatever. And they make it, and it's a minute-and-a-half coaching, and that person will not forget that. Exactly. Millennials, are, they're very coachable. I think it's because they've had a lot of coaches, and, and, and especially they've been in athletics. So speak to that a little bit about how a manager can just do episodic coaching mm-hmm. in, a, in a short way. Yeah, so when you see behaviors in your millennials that you like, especially, tell them, hey, you handled that really well. Keep doing it that way. And then we also talk about feed forward instead of feedback. So feed forward is, in the future, this is how I want us to do this. Yeah, Yeah, next Uh, time let's do it this way. You're okay. Everything's cool. I still like you. We're going to be fine. Next time do it this way. And so those little – the thing is, to be a manager of that caliber means that your job is actually to watch your people. Yeah, not to do a 40-hour work week and then just make sure everybody's up and running and showing up yeah. on time. So yeah. that's the thing with Gen Xers. They're, they seem to be more independent. You can kind of tell them what to do, and they run, and they come back when they're done. <laughs> Millennials don't do it that way. You really do need to stay. And I think of it more like an apprenticeship or grooming. Like I'm constantly just touching you just a little bit here and here and here to make these tiny edits mm-hmm. to help you become the person you want to be. So as a manager, you can take on that mentality of, Yes, they need more attention, but I'm grooming them to be exactly what I want them to be. They're quick. We're yeah. quick learners. We're also just young from a developmental psychology perspective. We're young, and our brains are very flexible. Yeah. And so we're, we can pick things up really, really quick. And so if you are willing to put that energy in, you're going to get it back tenfold. But mm-hmm. it's, just different, it's a different process and a different approach. What about when I have to have a really difficult, honest yeah. conversation yeah. with right. uh, somebody who maybe is not, yes. not only not making the numbers, they're just, they're just not they're not their work ethic is awful mm-hmm. uh, because that does happen yeah. and so how how would i approach that if i'm a sales leader yeah. or manager yeah so i'd say the traditional way is to tell them you're not living up to your expectations like this is pretty clear it's all on paper from a coaching perspective which all of us know the first question we'd ask is what's going on i'm observing that you're withdrawing mm. you know your workload has hasn't really you haven't been able to fill that tell me what's going on in your world that's causing this mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. asking those deeper questions like a coach would helps you get to the nut of what's actually going on yeah yeah, yeah. that's really good yeah. and does it have to be so we so bill and i grew up in a, in a uh, coaching development realm and because we're a family friendly show i have to clean the words up but the the proverbial crap sandwich right so i say something good yeah and then i say something bad or developmental and then i end it with something good yeah does that work for the millennial or does do they see through that, that i that's use it a, all the time my glance it's okay yeah it's good as long as whatever that middle piece is is behavioral behavioral just behavioral not motivational so behavioral like the way i want you to greet this person like this next time they come in i Got want you, you to greet them like this not not motivational like do you really want to be here do you really want yeah, to be yeah. greeting people or, you know, yeah. Yeah, so yeah, yeah. it's that two thing I put on the outside. I call it a grace sandwich. That's great. That's it. really nice. It's nice and clean. I love, San- I yeah, love I sandwich. I love sandwich. Yeah. Right. Those two pieces on the outside are more motivational. Hey, I know you love to be here. I know you want to grow. Yeah. Here's one behavior that we need to switch. Know that I'm behind you. I support you. And I, and we're on the same team. Yes. Cool. Mm-hmm. That's good. And that clicks for a millennial. Yeah. They it's really that. about connection. They want to feel connected to their manager. Yeah. And honestly, yeah. this sounds dumb, but the question they're always asking is, do you like me? Wow. Do you like me? 
Yep. Brian, if I didn't sense that you liked me, this whole experience would be a lot more difficult for me as a millennial. Mm-hmm. Yeah, right. I wouldn't be able to just stand my ground and say, I got this. It's just we have that relational bent yeah. to us. That's yeah. really, really interesting. Yeah. That's good. Um, where does um, – so compensation is a loaded word. So I don't mean compensation in terms of money, and I do mean it in terms of money. So sure. it's all – what are the best ways to compensate? You've kind of already given us a couple, but yep. maybe specifically, what are the best ways to compensate a millennial performer? So you've got – there's money. Yep. There's praise. Mm-hmm. There's time off. There's uh, prizes. Yep. So this is big in sales. How do we – because every sales manager thinks money – Solves all evils, right? right? They say, oh, let's do a spiff. Let's give them. So talk about that. Where does compensation? Yeah, it certainly doesn't work well on millennials because we are looking for more than, again, I'm just going to do a quick comparison. Baby boomers wanted money because their main goal was to buy a house and have food on the table. Be safe, yeah. Yeah, so if they were able to to gain security, I'll run after that. Yep. It's kind of a, it's not a carrot and stick necessarily. It is in some ways, but for millennials, it's a major carrot and stick. It's not going to work at all. I will not run after that. Mm. And so we're looking for experiences, growth opportunities. If you say, um, hey, if you you do this well, I just had a client who was doing his job so well that he got to move to Ireland and do the job again for a year over in Ireland. Yeah. And he didn't get a pay raise. Right. But he was super jazzed about this experience. When when it's somebody who is more established, maybe a 40-year-old who has kids, they're like, I don't want to move yeah. to Ireland. Right. What are you talking about? Just right. give me more money. And so giving those travel opportunities, growth opportunities, sending them, helping them see that you see leadership um, qualities in them, mm-hmm. sending them to developmental conferences, that's the stuff that they want to do. They're hungry to grow. Yeah. Yeah. And money, it, it, we'll, we'll even take a pay cut if we're working for a company that aligns with our values. Yeah. That's, that's I wild. just I had Isn't it? a client yeah, uh, about a month ago who took uh, about a 30% pay cut and changed for that exact reason. Mm-hmm. She's wow. 30-ish, 35, yep. something like that. And it just, it was too hard. It was too hard for her to go in every day, make a lot of money, and not feel like she was contributing anything. It's the contribution to the world. Yeah. It is. It's about how, what I do every day needs to literally tie to making the world a better place. Yes. And if it doesn't, it's really hard to get millennials yes. to stay. Yeah. That's, money won't work. So what about the manager who is recruiting? Mm-hmm. And uh, a lot of managers, sales leaders we know, are part of their job is recruiting, recruiting the next uh, uh, flock of talent. And a lot of that talent is 20-somethings right. or early 30s. What's the recruiting process like that's maybe different than it was for uh, older generations? I don't think it's as linear as it used to be. And so we were kind of talking about this on the last episode, but finding the unique skills that you want and the soft skills that you want in your sales team and then finding where are those people with those soft skills hanging out. It could be stay-at-home moms who want to go back to work. It could be mm-hmm. things that you weren't even thinking of before, but it's not necessarily going to be the traditional, they have a bachelor's degree in business, yeah, you know. Right. But looking at, and, and companies are doing this. I know Southwest does this. They start to measure attitude as much as, aptitude yeah. what you can actually yeah. accomplish and so what attitudes are we looking for mm-hmm. instead of just skill set we can train skill set Absolutely. but if you come in with a great attitude we can we can grow you all day and i'm talking to companies around indianapolis about this instead of recruiting people and just having them come in and start working create some type of um, education maybe it's three months maybe it's six months like or a boot camp where you take people who don't know anything about the skill set of sales but have great attitudes and great yep. perspectives and mm-hmm. a track record of success Bring them in and train them and then pick the top 40 out of the 80 or pick the top 20 out of the 40. Yeah. Giving us a chance to grow and prove ourselves is exciting to us. Yeah. And so, yeah. Um, yeah, looking at recruiting more holistically, let's look at the whole person. What do we yeah. really want from this person and what can they bring? You know, it's interesting. I see that a lot where we get asked to come into a group of, let's just say, 25 salespeople mm-hmm. and the manager 
tends to already have pegged who is failing, who is going to succeed, and who are the middle range. And I always tell them, if you haven't trained your people, and especially this goes for millennials, if you haven't trained your people, don't make a judgment. Because that mm. person in the back of the room who looks like who's 23 years old and looks like they don't have any work ethic, that's this is what they may need. This is the exactly. thing they may need mm-hmm. Ooh, I to, love to, that. to yes. get into themselves and to say, oh, well, that's how to do that. I can do that. You got it. So you, And I think it's especially true. A 50-year-old probably has a track record. You probably already know if they're not mm-hmm. going to make it, they're not going to make mm-hmm. it. But a 25 to 35-year-old person, they just need that little, that little perspective change. Exactly. Mm. And that's... Part of what this reminds me of is really being thoughtful about your onboarding process. In 2008, 2009, the onboarding process was one of the things that small companies had to ditch. Like, we just need workers yeah. in here. Yeah, right. Right. We can't spend all this money on training. Yeah. Yeah. So you, when I've talked to managers about this all the time, it seems self-evident to me. But if you bring in young employees and you don't want them on their phone all day, you literally have to tell them that. There's behaviors that so you're funny. reading into. You think it's disrespectful. They might be looking through Twitter to see who else is tagging your company. Absolutely. They, you have no yeah. idea what they you're They usually are. Right? Yeah. Yeah. They usually, usually are. Working. Yeah. Yes. You're right. And so yeah. just like That's you so said, true. it's such a great point. Don't make assumptions based on their outside behavior. What yeah. We were mentioning that earlier, too. But let them know. These are the behaviors that are acceptable here. Here's the ones that we don't we don't want to see. And there's a. I was talking to a manager the other day who said, when I go into a board meeting or when we go into a conference room meeting, not a board meeting, but conference room meeting, we'll just tell everybody, hey, everybody put your cell phones away. Mm-hmm. And they do it. And they do it. It's right. not like they're going to so die, funny. you know, but you just have to tell them things that to other generations would say, well, that's disrespectful if you don't, you know, if you don't put your phone away. We just live. That's part of, that's an it's organ of mine. It's my connection to the yes. world, yeah. You want me it's to be organ. connected. It's an organ, yeah. Yeah. It's true. We well, turn your liver off just for this meeting, please. Exactly. Like, can we, uh, well, you shut down, so... we'll sh- shut down your left kidney, if exactly. you would, for this yes. meeting? That's good. I love that. Yeah. We on the last podcast talked about this uh, guy that I know out uh, west who is doing videos. I think, uh, mm-hmm. was that last episode? It was last episode, episode yeah. 3 if I will. Okay, if yeah. That was yeah. right before the century mark. Um, <laughs> and I know that if he would have gone to his manager when he first started and said, look, boss... I'm going to spend a day and a half a week shooting and producing videos. Mm-hmm. His manager would have said, no, you're no, not. You're, not. Totally you're going to spend that day and a half out in the field, the, yes. knocking on doors, yes. getting yep. appointments. Old and school presenting. way. Old school mm-hmm. way. So what can you offer to sales leaders to say, you, you, you got to wake up here a little bit. This is not the world that yes. you grew up in. It doesn't mean that they're on Twitter all day, but how would you give advice to the manager to say, you gotta, you got to take a wet, cold shower here and yeah. just, just wake up? Yeah, I think there is something to being open-minded because our marketplace is changing rapidly. It's changing very quickly. So those managers who recognize, man, the marketplace is changing, I'm going to start marketing differently. That means bringing your millennials in and letting them try things that the way that they buy products, they're going to be the next big consumers. They're they're starting to grow into adulthood and buy most of the stuff you're trying to sell. And so just being aware that wasted time, what you think is wasted time, could be the very thing that skyrockets your growth if you're willing to let them try. And I know a lot of millennials will just be more um, maverick about it. They'll still go to work normal hours, but then try this on the side. That's what yeah. I encourage mm-hmm. my clients to do from yeah. that perspective is like, hey, just do what they tell you to do for 40 hours, then go but, try this other thing. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. When it's wildly, when it wildly, you know, works and it's You'll successful, get some leeway, yeah. you're going to, yeah, you're yeah, going to get you some will. leadway. Yeah. So kind of talking to both ends and helping them meet in the middle is important. Yeah. It's really great. good stuff. Well, Lindsay, thanks for being on. How my do pleasure, people get yeah. a hold of you if they'd like to find out more? Yeah, you can go to my website, lindsaybocardo.com, L-I-N-D-S-A-Y-B-O-C-C-A-R-D-O.com. That's right. You're right. 
<laughs> uh, we'll put you in the show notes, put the website and Great. some little bit about you in the show notes. And uh, we encourage you to go to your website and check out things. And uh, we, we've uh, loved having you on today in the last couple episodes. We, can we do this again? I, like I think the, we should. I like this the chemistry. Fun. I love live yes. guests. Yeah. Really good stuff. Well, that does it for today's episode. If you haven't downloaded a free copy of our Ultimate Pregame audio program, go do that right now. Go to ultimatepregame.com to find it. Also, check out the products page while you're there. If you haven't thought about bringing Brian and or I into your company to work with your sales team, you really should. We'd love to meet you personally in this uh, 2016, although Brian said last time we may not be doing it in 2017. You're just kidding. I was kidding. Okay. Email us at listener at advanced selling podcast to get the conversation started. We'd also love to hear from you. Your feedback on iTunes is very helpful. So go to the app store and leave what you think we are good at and not so good at. Critique us there. And also you can uh, email us your question as an audio file. Send it to listener at advanced selling podcast.com. See you in the next 400 episodes. <laughs> See ya. Bye.